Galaxy Lights, Coachella, Lightning Bolt Necklaces. Did you catch all the Scandal clues? Last March, one cheating scandal launched a reality TV investigation that generated hundreds of conspiracy theories, thousands of podcast episodes, and millions of dollars in revenue. I'm Jody Walker, host of An American Scandal. Ahead of the Vanderpump Rules premiere, relive the pop culture phenomenon that rocked a reality nation. Starting January 23rd on Ringer Dish. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive that sets the pace and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that throws you one moment and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability, no system. No matter how advanced can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions, always drive safely. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. Cold open question of the week, Kaz. What's up, shoes? Did you see the new uh, the 2K trailer drop today for the, the new WWE video game, as they're called? I did. I My did question for you is this. You're booking WrestleMania 40. Who would you rather who would you rather employ? CGI Hulk Hogan or CGI Stone Cold Steve Austin? I, I gotta tell you. CGI Hulk Hogan was definitely some nightmare fuel. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna hold you. Uh, I would have to go CGI Hulk Hogan only because I know I know Stone Cold Steve Austin could still walk upright. <laughs> and, so you can and employ the can real start. Hulk Hogan. I mean, sorry, the real Steve Austin and CGI Hogan. Austin. You can get the real Steve Austin still, right? Like as long as you don't put him in an ice bath, he's all good. But CGI Hulk Hogan, you're, you're probably going to need some, you know, some extra help. Real life Hulk Hogan around. saving folks from cars out here. I mean, I don't know. Burning cars. That is true. That is true. In, in full NWO uh, regalia, too, which is so Hulk Hogan. Maybe that was CGI. <laughs> maybe that maybe that whole thing was CGI Hulk Hogan. Do we really know maybe, for a fact? Maybe like once it happened, he was like, oh, TMZ is going to be here, brother. It's like, oh, bro, brother, grab me my... No, maybe that was a viral trailer for WWE 2K with using using C all CGI. And that's where like, man, Hogan looks strong out there. Dave, this is you're asking the wrong person this question, man. Like <laughs> I am I am such a conspiracy theorist at heart. Like once I know it's like the 40th anniversary of Hulkamania and Hulk Hogan get a work into the video game, and then he, you know, he's saving people from burning flipped over cars. I'm just like, oh, this is just we're, we're going to see the Hulk Hogan vitamins at GNC in, in any day now, right? Like the full court press, the full court rehabilitation of Hulk Hogan is, is, is in full effect. So, I mean, hey, everyone deserves a second chance, I guess, whatever. But uh. <laughs> oh, I didn't expect this to go there. No, nah, I just I, like, I, I, CGI I, Hulk Hogan. CJ Hulk Hogan just deserves a first chance, okay? He could be an upstanding guy. <laughs> Listen, that 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 Hulk Hogan did nothing to me, right? CJ exactly. Hulk Hogan, the one with the headband, the one that said, eat your vitamins, say your prayers, all that type of stuff. That guy, that's the guy I grew up with. I don't know Terry, bro. <laughs> like, Terry, whatever Terry does in Terry time, I have no... I have no uh, comment uh, on <laughs> no comment on nothing. I want to say that's positive. OK, but fair enough. We can just leave that there. Let's start the show. What's going on, jabronis? It's pitch. Mr. Perfect. Skylar Aston. Hey, this is Bruce Pritchard. This is Roast Battle Season 1 champion Mike Lawrence. Husky Steve Kazee. This is Trey Kirby. This is your girl, WWE superstar, the legit boss, Sasha Banks. Hi, this is Lillian Garcia. My name's Kevin Owens. I'm Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, if you will, and you're listening to the And you're listening to You're listening to You are listening to And you're listening to You are listening to You are listening to The Masked Man Show. The Masked Man Show. The Masked Man Show. The Masked Man Show. 
Welcome to the Mask Man Show with Kaz. How you doing, buddy? Doing good, buddy. How about yourself? Man? Good. Feeling much better. We have a lot to talk about today. A um, We got some big, big stuff. We got some big uh, news from the free agency department. Um, we got some, you know, big results from Friday uh, and Saturday night that we can talk about. Uh, what else? But the big news, I think, is what we touched on. Oh, actually, we got a big episode of Raw coming up too. That was the other thing. Big but the big, but, but the big, the big and it's news. Rumble week. <laughs> yeah, a Royal Rumble coming up. The big news that that relates to last week's Raw and this week's Raw is that Seth Rollins was more than just a little banged up after his match with Jinder Mahal. The gender curse has struck. Oh. Mm. He's apparently tore an MCL, uh, maybe something else in there. And is addressing the WWE universe tonight on Raw. Now, of course, that could mean a lot of things. That could mean he's got to relinquish the title, and he's going to miss WrestleMania, um, or it could mean he's going to cut a heartfelt promo and say, "I'm going to fight through it." Or you could split the difference and have him come out and say, "I hurt my knee, but I'm going to fight through it," and then have you know Jinder Mahal come out and hit him, hit his knee ten times with a chair, and all of a sudden you got Jinder Mahal with the craziest heel heat ever. Um, yep. And then you hear the Damian Priest music hit, and then yep. bing, bang, boom. There's a whole lot of ways. I don't know. This, if is, this is a low-key important Raw. It's also the go-home Raw. I kind of feel like Rumble. they. a lot of people have said you got to have the Royal the Royal Rumble before the World Heavyweight Championship, and I don't, I'm not usually a fan of that. I'd rather the Rumble be more of a contrivance to get to the match. Yeah. But I do kind of feel like if it's not that, then it's, then it feels like it has to be Priest, and I don't think you go into WrestleMania with Priest as your champ. Maybe I'm wrong, but I but it but you know there's also to go ahead and continue to tease Raw tonight. Cody tweeted out, Cody Rhodes tweeted out. I know what we should talk about. Uh, an allusion to his, you know, what do you want to talk about catchphrase mm. uh, with a picture of him and CM Punk. Big Raw tonight. Yeah, I mean, if you don't have Rollins at WrestleMania. I feel like you got to steer towards Punk Cody, right? I mean, isn't that the biggest other match that you could possibly put together? And that solves part of the Cody problem. <sighs> Clears a playing field for Rock Roman. You know, I mean, it, th that just seems like the way like to that. go. I never thought of it like that. Wow. Um, now, here's one thing, right? I still am in the belief that Cody wants what Roman has. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think the World Heavyweight Championship with Punk versus Cody, if Seth can't go, is a, a satisfying conclusion for a lot of people. Um, however, I'm I'm also going to talk about what this means for the Royal Rumble. Like, do you think do you vacate the title and and make it uh, for the World Heavyweight Championship? I don't think so. You know, um, I don't. I personally don't think Seth should vacate the title. If he could, if he's out for four weeks. Well, yeah, if there's any weeks, way he can come back, because with an MCL it's, and there's not surgery or whatever, or even with Riz, it's possible to come back in four to six. If you can, if he can work WrestleMania, if there's any feeling that he could work WrestleMania, you leave the title on him. Yeah, um, I agree. If there's some question, you know, you could take the title off of him and then have him come back and, and vie for it at WrestleMania or something, you know? I, there's the wild shit is, like, I feel like every week since he's won this title, we've, like, fantasy booked ways. Like, I've, I've, I might have picked against him every single, <laughs> every single premium live event to lose the title. Now that in the possibility where he might have to give it up, I'm like, no, he shouldn't give it up. He should go in and, you know. I know, I know. Go into WrestleMania as well. I don't know. I, I, was, I, I feel I was, bad for him, though. I told this a little bit far afield, a little bit separate, but I, I was fantasy booking over the weekend. I think you were on the chain. That what they needed to, that the, the, to if, if I was running the show, yeah, I would have Jinder Mahal come out tonight with a, t with a Jinder 316 t-shirt. <laughs> and I have a, and the back says, I just tore your MCL. <laughs> Uh, oh gosh! And just yeah. have him cut a promo about how he, you know, you know, whatever. Like he's the like he might have lost the match, but he won the war. Ne and the crowd boos like crazy. Next week, have him come out with a ginger three sixteen shirt. But now the back says, "I just ruined your WrestleMania." You know, every <laughs> every week there's a different back of the shirt that raises the right. stakes. Don't hinder gender at the at the. At the I like. no, it's always I just I just I I just crush your dreams. I just finished your story. I just I just has anybody. Let me ask you this, Dave. Has anybody with that has done the absolute least in the in the pro wrestling world for the past 
year and some change. In, in the year WWE that is probably the most profitable, the most mainstream that they've had, has anybody had a more influential four weeks? Oh my gosh, <laughs> than Jinder, than Jinder Mahal. Mahal. No, and this Somebody is what I'm saying. Was an absolute afterthought. If you so you have him, you have him come out, do all this stuff. Yeah, cut pro, just cut a promo every week. The crowd boos. Like the crowd is going absolutely apeshit, hating him mm-hmm. so much. About it. and then you and then he talks about how he's going to be in the main event in Seth's place. The crowd hates it. I mean, it's just the crowd will revolt. Yeah. And not only at what Jinder did to Seth, not only the way Jinder messed up WrestleMania, but the way that Jinder's presumptuous enough to think that he deserves that spot. And then, you I mean, listen, if he's on fire enough, you could use him in one of the main events at WrestleMania, but I think oh, that, the, I think that no. the, real end, <laughs> the real end to this story, to finish this story, is to have him come out and cut another promo at WrestleMania and then have Austin come out and stun him because he stole his him, gimmick yeah. and then that's, you know, and, and everybody, that's like the best possible victim of the... Uh, of Yo, the stunner, man, the if, WrestleMania if, stunner. If Jinder Mahal somehow finagles his way <laughs> into a Stone Cold Steve Austin match at WrestleMania, I need to find out who he goes. Like, I gotta, I gotta talk to whatever DT he prays to. I gotta talk to whoever is praying over this man's life because this man has some incredible luck mm-hmm. to be able to go from the Rock. And- Incredible skill. Incredible skill. (laughs) And some skills. I mean, listen, I could see, I could, I could definitely see of all your scenarios, I I could absolutely see this ending up (laughs) in Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Jinder Mahal. (laughs) Or at least at least he gets stuttered or something. But not in any case, um, very, very pivotal raw tonight because from what I'm told, he's kicking off the show. So I think whatever he says um, is going to, you know, influence whatever happens for the rest of the night and consequently what happens at Royal Rumble and to the road to WrestleMania. Here's the Um, thing. You tell your MCL, I mean, I know Seth Rollins can't really be Seth Rollins. We got to get a doctor on the show, but isn't it feasible? I'm not saying he should do it, but isn't it? in the realm of comprehension that he just like put on a heavy duty knee brace and work a brawl match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was listening to uh busted open on the way to fanatic studio this morning and Mark Henry was talking about how he tore both his meniscus doing a stair spot at the same time. And I guess he said he, he flew back home after getting scolded by DJ, uh, DJ, Dr. James Andrews. Um, Slept it off for two days, I guess, and the said was back in a month, back wrestling. And he also mentioned that, you know, a guy like Seth Rollins, who's as tough as he is, um, is sort of the perfect dude to be able to work around a, 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 a MCL repair, like a brawl, like similar to the match. I think if I'm not mistaken, this is almost the same injury he had going into his match against Triple H at WrestleMania, where he had to sort of work around that and he had the massive knee brace on. They were working it the whole time. And, you know, I I believe if his injury is uh, what Twitter doctors and Wikipedia and WebMD have told me, a four to six week recovery, then yeah, I think that there's definitely a possibility that he still works to WrestleMania. He's still is in the World Heavyweight Championship picture, maybe at the main event, and uh, can work around it. My worry is the possibility that it's worse than that. My worry is the possibility that it's it's more than an MCL sprain. And let me tell you this. WWE, what they've done for a long time, which is smart, they'll always tell you what's worse than what it is, right? Like, if it's a four- to six-week recovery... They'll tell you it's a 12 to 16 week recovery, right? Like if it's oh, a yeah. three month recovery, they're going to tell you it's going to be nine months just because when that dude comes back, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be, and yeah. And you want to make it look as incredible as possible. I low key think that's what they did with Charlotte Flair, right? Like they, Charlotte's already on social media posting all her recovery stuff since the day after, already got the surgery. They said she's going to be on for nine months. The way she's hitting, hitting rehab. I wouldn't be surprised if she shows up at WrestleMania ready to work, right? Like I wouldn't be surprised if she pulls a, a female. Is this John why John Cena, Cena? Yeah, why John Cena constantly could recover from like broken spines in three weeks and pop- yes. 
<laughs> yes, yes. They're taking the, the 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 senzu beans or something that, that's made from uh, hustle loyalty. Or <laughs> so he really wants to give back to the business. He should pass on some of those senzu beans to the something. rest of the yeah. Something, whatever he's eating, uh, whatever they see, they feed you up in West Newberry, Massachusetts. Uh, but no, nah, man, I, I I think this this injury couldn't have come at. I feel bad for Seth, right? Like Seth seems to have always, not always, but he's had a lot of moments that I think were taken from him. You know what I mean? Due to injury, yeah. due to the timings of injuries. And I just feel, I feel for him, dude. Like there's, there's so many, I mean, you think back to, you know, his first really big injury when he was gone for a long time and missed WrestleManias. And then you think back to when he got hurt again, leading up to his comeback, working with Triple H. And then, you know, now, you know, that whole time, which I think is almost standard with a lot of WWE stars that were top guys that get injured. An unfortunate part of being in WWE is that a lot of times when you get injured, you got to work that trust back up to being reliable, for being, you know, a guy that you can count on night in and night out. And nobody, probably next to Cody Rhodes and Dominic Mysterio, have been more consistent, more ready to go every week, every house show, night in and night out, ready to go more than Seth Rollins. And yep. I, f- I feel for him, dude, like that is the, that's the catch 22, right? Like you create this title, which is essentially the workman's heavyweight championship. Yeah. And, and if you're going by Seth's own sort of mantra of fighting anytime, any place, like you could see a world where he's like, I'm a fighting champion. If I can't fight, I can't defend this title, so I'm going to relinquish it. I could see that. Where at the same time, if you were thinking more like Roman Reigns, where it's like, you, if you don't defend the title in four weeks, you should vacate it. Meanwhile, the Universal Championship is never defended. <laughs> Nobody acts Roman Reigns. It's such, a, it's such a messed up situation for Seth Rollins to be in. So I'm, uh, you know, it's going to be really interesting what happens tonight on Monday Night Raw and seeing if he, um, he relinquishes it, if he keeps it, if Damian Priest, well, Damian Priest will probably be involved. Yes. Hopefully Jinder will be involved. CM Punk may be involved. The CM Punk may be involved with Cody. Oh, speaking of Cody. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. If you're busy like me and you're trying to catch your kids' games, It's important to have somewhere where you can go to find a good hotel. We're all over the place. Sometimes, you know, we're in Florida. We'll be in New York. We want to take the wife on a quick vacation and get away. Whether you're looking for a relaxing getaway or heading out of town to see the playoffs, Hotels.com app has a perfect hotel for every trip. Compare up to five hotels side by side so you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings without having to switch back and forth between options. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. There's a lot that could impress you about the all-new Honda Prologue EV. True, it's got class-leading passenger space and clean, thoughtful design and intuitive technology. But what really sets the Prologue apart from the competition is that it's more than an EV. It's a Honda. Honda, the power of dreams. Visit honda.com slash prologue to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC Pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser, but I am a joggers guy. I just, once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I wanna wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. When that 2K trailer dropped, you tweeted, still think Cody should have won. Do you want to explain yourself? Do I think Cody should have won? No, you. when, when the 2K trailer oh. dropped, you tweeted, still think Cody should have won. Yeah, I'll definitely explain myself. Uh... WWE has obviously been playing the long game with Cody Rhodes, Mm -hmm. right? I said this this time last year. I think it was almost exactly this time last year, leading up to Royal Rumble, where he came back and he looked good. 
And everybody's like, okay, it's going to be time to take the belt off of Roman. I was, I don't know. You go and check the tapes. I don't know if Twitter is gassing me up or I'm just full of myself for a little bit. But there was a lot of people on social media saying, you were the first person that was really starting the Roman should retain at WrestleMania sort of talk uh, way back when. And that is because, like I said in the beginning, I didn't think Cody Rhodes had been through enough hard times yet. Mm -hmm. Right? And... Man, if you're talking about finishing the story, is the story about the Rhodes family not about hard times or what, right? So much so that a billion-dollar company like 2K Games is like, not only are we going to make our big rollout for our yearly game built around you finishing your story, we're going to make everybody on the roster take your mantra that you said the first night, the day after WrestleMania when you came back to WWE and make that the rallying cry going into WrestleMania. Yeah. I believe... Well, and the what, the, the, the tagline for a whole video game, too. I mean, it's like he... Yeah, it's a tagline for the whole video game. I fully believe Cody Rhodes will be... is being positioned as the next John Cena, as the all-well, all-knowing Good guy, baby face, and quick recovering, quick recovering, all that type of stuff. But at the same time, I mean, he's already everybody's that guy. people. People are always like, "Well, it would be better if he was champion." I know wrestling fans better than they know themselves. If Cody Rhodes had won last year in Los Angeles, I promise you, y'all would have been calling for LA Knight to be world champion. I promise you. You oh, call yeah. for Jay Uso. It would, it was, oh, the red carpets got rolled out for him. He I didn't earn anything yet. The story's I'm worthless. I'm telling you. And on top of that, y'all forget Cody Rhodes was out for most of that year. Storyline wise, it, to yeah. me, it did not make sense for him to even be. The fact that he won the Royal Rumble was, was even shocking enough, especially given the time of he was off. Mm-hmm. But he didn't have enough story to even tell yet. They haven't even got to put that meat on the bones. Yep. And if you tell me, if you're telling me, if you're telling me a guy who came from who was who was let's let's roll it all out there, who was stardust, went to AEW, came back, missed an entire year, and beat Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar yeah. in back-to-back pay-per-views, y'all would have turned on him and y'all know it. Well, okay, the let's fact- do it. Let's let's go through it. If Cody had yeah. won, yes. His year would have looked different. It wouldn't have just been the title, right? He presumably would have been feuding with Roman Reigns afterwards a little bit, you know, for some time. I don't know. I mean, the way the bloodline's going, that could have been the whole storyline for the rest of the year. Maybe, yeah. But if but if they decided to do the bloodline without the title, then my guess is they would have had, you know, one big match after WrestleMania that ended in in bloodline shenanigans, right? That that that, you know. Jimmy costs Roman the rematch, and then it all becomes a bloodline story. Cody goes his own, goes his own way. By the way, Cody's on SmackDown now, which is significant if mm-hmm. if all this goes according to plan. Um, they could have run the same Brock Lesnar thing after that, right? But I guess you'd have to rejigger it. You'd probably do like what? You do a... a, a what you? I mean, you have Brock, you have Cody win, and then Brock demolishes him after the match, or you have the no holds barred match first somehow, and then have right. Brock win that one, and then Cody wins the triumphant victory afterwards to retain his title. Right. Um, and then you probably have a Shinsuke Nakamura feud again, still in there, saying, "Well, no, that would have been on Raw." Well, regardless, <laughs> you would have had a couple other things happening. I don't know if I think that the big thing though is Cody still wouldn't be out from under Roman Shadow. Nope. Even being on the same show, even with the title, you know? The shadow would be even bigger. On top of that, yes, Roman Reigns doesn't do a lot of appearances. We understand that. But in the year that he wasn't, you know, uh, in the year that he was still the world champion, you don't get... I understand Solo, Jimmy, Jay, Bloodline stuff probably gets a little muddled, especially without Sami Zayn. But Jay Uso is a legitimate guy now because mm-hmm. of this, Right. LA Knight is a legitimate guy now because of this. I have, as much as I love Cody Rhodes, as much as I think Cody Rhodes is that dude and probably will main event and win at WrestleMania 40, 
I don't think him as world champion is making an LA Knight, is making a Jey Uso, is making all of these other guys because he still hasn't really been made yet. This year, I think this is the year that he's truly been made. He's on the cover of 2K. Yeah. He has been the number one babyface, the most working, working ass wrestler in the entire company throughout the entire year during their most profitable year in history, mm-hmm. right? Like this, like people say like, oh man, like, oh, they've lost so much, but he could have been doing this all as champion. Yeah, but he did it not as champion. Yeah. Like all the stuff that you're saying, like, oh, well, he could have been champion with it, but he's still accomplished all this with no gold. Yeah. Now you've taken a whole year. It's still the most talked about WrestleMania result probably in, 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 in my generation, I think it's 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 still it's the most controversial WrestleMania main event result. It's the one it's the one WrestleMania main event that people I, I haven't seen people talk about for a year straight since. God, I don't know. Brock beating beating the streak at the Undertaker's like it's the only and it wasn't even the main event, right? Like mm-hmm. that that makes a guy. It makes people want to get like. Do you? Th- I truly believe. People would not be as invested in Cody Rhodes if he won. You could say all that. You could say he deserved it. You could say it's all this, that, and the third. I'm not buying it. I know y'all wrestling fans. Y'all are fickle. Y'all turn on people at the drop of a hat. No, I agree. And, and the fact that he had still, still, is this popping, this over, on the cover of 2K Sports, the main driving force behind the, the the marketing plan, the, like Jay Z said, the marketing plan was me. Like that, that it's Cody. Like it's not like like people are saying because he didn't win the world champ. Like what did he really lose out on? Is he a mid carder? Did he go to the back of the line? Is he not as popular as he ever been? He still has done all this stuff. He is still wildly accomplished without being world champion. And forty. Is a nice round ass number. It is city of Rocky, where every WrestleMania and WWE, there's a lot of times that they could be very predictable, and they're one of the few times that they're extremely predictable. Is nice round ass numbers of WrestleMania where they give you a feel good closing of a chapter where a baby face ends up on top. WrestleMania 40 is absolutely. Absolutely. But so you think Cody's got to win at WrestleMania, though? That's your that's your thing. Yes. Because when yes. he loses, and the WWE homers are all saying, "See, it's even it'll be even better when he wins next year." You're going to disagree nah, with them? I'll, I'll disagree with them. Then I'll give you that. I think I, I will say this: the Rock, the Rock's involvement lets you know that he's smart enough to know mm-hmm. that the championship doesn't mean shit to Rock and Roman. It's about being the head of the table, yeah. right? Uh huh. So whenever that happens, that's good. That still is going to happen. Roman, I mean, uh, when it comes to Cody and Roman, the fact that we're still like, what if he wins again? There's True. these records, but like, you wouldn't have that. What if if Cody won last year? Like, who would be the? What would be the main event of WrestleMania 40 if Cody was your world champion right now? Who would it be? If Cody was your world champion? If Cody was your world champion and won at WrestleMania 39, who would be the, what would be the no-brainer main event this year? Mm. You don't know. And that's the point. That is the absolute It probably would have been Cody Roman again. Because Cody's on SmackDown. Bite. Doesn't have enough bite to me. Especially if Cody's a babyface. No, but I think like, at this point you tell the bloodline story a little differently. He either puts down the bloodline, gets rid of everybody, or he reconstitutes the bloodline, builds it bigger and better than ever, whatever. And now he's like, now I'm ready to come back to where I hit pause a year ago and just take back what's mine. Well, he's kind of done that already, right? Like Jimmy and Jay have broken up. Yeah. Solo is, you know he's the tribal heir. He's kind of, you know, he's, he's, I'm he's just put, saying they could give it not, bite. Talking, they could, they could give Roman it Reigns bite. With some bass in his voice, right? Like you could tell that thing is about to crumble any second now, you know, and they're not, they don't have Sami Zayn. Like they're not as strong as they were last year. It's true. They're just not, you know, and they're ripe for the picking and there's still three months to get there. And you know, Jimmy and Jerry are going to 
meet up somewhere. You know, Cena's probably going to want to get back on Solo Sokoa or somebody. And then it's going to be just Roman and Cody. And I believe eventually it will end with Cody finally being victorious. And it wouldn't be as sweet if he would have won last year. I promise you that. No. He wasn't around long enough. He just wasn't around but long enough. But you're saying, who, but who's he going to beat this year to get the title? He's got to beat Roman. He's gonna. So is he going to be in a triple threat with Roman and Rocky? I think it's going to be one on one. I think this is going to go. What is the Rock? What the Rock? The Rock's out there te- te- teasing this match. My my gut feeling with Roman Rock is I've always thought if you listen to him, he said a lot of key words. He said the Rock or in. Roman. The Rock. The Rock. Uh-huh. He said I'm back and I'm all in. Uh huh. Should I sit at the head of the table? Mm-hmm. And. What's the third thing he said? Oh, we're going to do something we've never seen before. I've always had in the back of my mind that Roman Rock is just going to be a super fight. Like, I don't think it's going to be a big four. I don't think it's going to be a main event at WrestleMania. I think one day, I think we're going to have Roman and Rock have a press conference one day and be like, on May something something, the Rock and Roman will face off to see who is truly on like a tropical table. island somewhere on some something like that. It's just going to be called Rock Roman head of the one table. match on the one whole match. PLE. Something I don't know if it's one match, but I think it's just going to be they're just going to bill it as Rock Roman, and that's what you do. You don't throw. Wow, it's that's some real Nick Con shit, man. It is, isn't it? Not, isn't it? Not maybe International Fight Week, maybe leading up to SummerSlam. Something like that. You'd go into Vegas. TKO. Listen, that is a super fight. That is what you do. You don't stick it on a pay-per-view. You don't stick it at five in the morning on Elimination Chamber. You don't railroad your WrestleMania that you've built for the past year. Rock and Roman are big enough that if you announce that they're doing a Rock and Roman show in May at some stadium in the United States of America, it's selling the fuck out. WWE is hot enough that it's selling the fuck out. A football anyway. stadium? <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. You can put that shit in Minnesota. It's selling out. <laughs> you, can go, you can go to US Bank Stadium in February and be like, yeah, Rock and Roman next month. 60,000 tickets is flying. I promise you that. Promise you that. They don't need a PLE. They don't need a pay per view. They don't need a WrestleMania even. It's, they don't need a title. It's about the head of the table. It's about. The Rock coming back to show if he still got it. It's about The Rock coming back in a time where WWE is as big as it's ever been. Roman Reigns is at the top of WWE when it's as big as it's ever been. You, I, I just got the feeling it is not going to be your typical, I'll see you at SummerSlam. I'll see you at WrestleMania. They're going to do some next shit. They're going to do something that we've never seen before. They're going to take a risk on... Not even a risk. He's the most fucking box, he's the most bankable action star in the history. Of why don't we just do? Can this, should, maybe this is just the super time, half, the Super Bowl halftime show. Can we just have? Fuck it. Maybe they just roll him out in, in Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. Be like, yo, instead of Usher, uh, no, Usher, you know? Usher just performs the entrance music. That's it. And then, <laughs> yo, Usher, do, Usher pop lock into Sir Roman Reigns' entrance music would be. Must see TV. Okay, I don't. I don't know where this idea came from, from your secret sources and the dark web or whatever. Or if this is just an idea. See, that's when you know he's lying. But but okay, (laughs) I I like this idea. This is a really good idea. This is very. This is very TKO synergy. I I like this. We're gonna come back. We're gonna do a thing that's never been done before. And basically, that would that, like that that foresee, foretells a future where the biggest matches don't aren't even pay per view related. The, the PLEs are just weekend shows. They're like super basically, shows. Basically, basically, them shits aren't even in America no more, bro. Like, True. They're, they're, that's how good they're doing. You mean to tell me the Rock can't sell out a state? The Rock was selling out stadiums with minor league football teams that he wasn't even playing on. You mean to tell me he's gonna tell people I'm gonna wrestle Roman Reigns and he can't sell it out? He can't get. He can't break a zillion uh, Peacock subscribers or whatever the hell they want to do this on. I promise you, everyone's gonna get what they want. They're not gonna. You don't think it's gonna be the 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 Samoa PLE that I was that I was joking about a couple weeks ago. Isle of Samoa, some shit like that. They could. They could do it outside and do like a real. Guess how big? Guess how big the biggest arena in Samoa is? How many can it hold? It's the home of the uh, national rugby team. 
Um, I'm going to guess 35,000. Incorrect. It's 12,000. Ah, damn. <laughs> damn. I would have got smoked on prices right. That would have been a noisy <laughs> 5,000. You know? Rock did just get inducted in the uh, Polynesian Football Hall of Fame, too. Who did? As the Rock? Should. Mm-hmm. As should. That's, a, that's a Miami Hurricane, dog. You kidding me? Don't sleep. <laughs> don't sleep that's the that's what the hurricanes of that deal too like yeah. it ain't just a it's not just a oh you're just famous so we're gonna put you in there it's like, so nah, you think bro, we're just gonna do roman cody at wrestlemania we should just stop dreaming we stop, stop fantasy booking the rock in there because it's he's it's gonna in, do his it's own in thing philly it's in philly it's wrestlemania 40 the rock has said because, nothing about him because i think that most people listening to this would have listened to your your cody rhodes argument and agreed with it but the big question mark is, but what if he doesn't get that WrestleMania match? Then what was the point, right? So if, but if your if your theory about the Rock and Roman is, I think he's gonna get it. I think he's gonna get it. I think I just, I, I, I don't think, think it triple threats out of especially, the question, especially after the video game stuff. Like I think it's always been the plan to run it back, back to back WrestleManias ever since Cody Rhodes signed on the dotted line. I think once they brought him in, they were like, listen, bro, not only do we like you, we believe you can be the next John Cena. We believe you can go and break Make-A-Wish records. We believe, like, this dude is, he's being best men to strangers in house shows. Like, he's giving, mm-hmm. he's being the go-home, everybody-get-home-safe guy for WWE. Like, he's that guy, bro. Like, the point in the story, the reason why people have such a visceral reaction to him losing at WrestleMania 39 is because people love Cody. And you got to put him through some situations where he goes, well, what if it doesn't happen? I'm well, and, and the Roman Reigns, I mean, there's this, there's a flip side, which is that, I mean, like given pro wrestling fans, especially our types of fans, are very, are working on a sort of meta level with all this stuff, right? So it doesn't just, they might not be tired of Roman Reigns, um, but there's definitely the feeling that like we're going to get we, we someday we are going to get tired of Roman Reigns and so they better not do this thing too late, right? They better mm-hmm. not they they better not because you're you're messing with the sort of like there's obviously an advantage to Roman Reigns being an unstoppable long term champion because someone gets to dethrone him, right? But at some point yeah. that gets outweighed by just the the at some point it's going to be too long, it's going to feel boring, it's going to feel overdone, you know, and and so. Um, I think there's a lot of people who are looking at it and saying it's not just the Cody part. There's a piece of this is like Roman too because well, Roman because here's, a, here's the thing now for people to get tired of him. Well, okay, but he's all but he is the WWE champion, and I think he's, the championship thing is is more important. I don't think people are tired of Roman. I think they're tired of no, but it's Roman. That no, it's but, it, but Roman matters because it's because Roman reigns as champion, mm-hmm. literally is never going to lose outside of WrestleMania. So as soon as as, as as soon as the clock strikes on post WrestleMania Raw, as soon as WrestleMania season is over, if Roman Reigns retains, uh, here you get a whiff of that air of inevitability, right? It's just like okay, we're going to tell stories for another year where we know he's never going to lose. You know, I mean, it's it, it, what we listen. If you had said I'm going to get bored with him as champion another year, as a lot of people did, as we probably insinuated ourselves. After last WrestleMania, you would have been wrong. This has been a really fun, exciting year for Roman Reigns as champ. Um, but you know, at some point, it's that's what I think. That's the thing. It's not Roman the person. It's not like we're tired of him, man. I think I think the difference is: are people tired of Roman Reigns as 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 champion? Oh, did Roman did Roman not wrestle enough for certain people's likings? You could probably say that. But when that motherfucker shows up. Oh, he's great. Is he still not worth every single penny, every single accolade, every single reason you two win it? He still is that guy. Match match by match, day by day, it's fine. I don't even have a problem with his schedule. I mean, at all. I know other people would disagree. I don't think they're wrong. But I do think that, yeah, but I do think it's a little bit deflating to come out of WrestleMania and be like, well, we'll see you back here next year. Maybe, (laughs) you know. I don't know. Maybe Johnny Gargano can beat him next year. I don't. I mean, what's yeah. the like? I, what's the what's the plan here, guys? Um. Anyway. Anyway, that's exciting all to think this, about. I can't wait for, for Rock Roman. Rock Roman, the epic showdown. That would be really incredible, man. It's gonna happen. You heard it here yeah. first. I'll be. I'll be. Are you? If you're you know, on, on Kaz's secret takes. group chat, you probably heard it there first. I don't know. <laughs> 
I don't know nothing, bro. I'm just an educated guesser. I'm the hypothesizer. That would be my wrestling name. Um. So what do we? Did, you saw that? You saw that? Um. Uh. Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley are on the other cover mm-hmm. of the WWE video game, and we don't talk much video game content on this show. Um. Not enough. Damn it. <laughs> well, says according to some. Uh. But. Uh. It is interesting. I mean. It makes sense that they're on it together, you know, whatever. They're two giganto stars, and how can you really pick one over the other? Uh, I'm not going to really take exception to that. We've kind of fantasy booked them being in a match at WrestleMania. Part of that was contingent on our fantasy booking proposition of doing something with with damage control versus the horsewomen, which is really far afield, right? I mean, that's very, I mean, it's just kind of grasping at straws at this point. I didn't mention, I don't think on Thursday, that on Monday night, Becky Lynch announced that she was entering the Royal Rumble to get a shot at Rhea Ripley's title, which is, um, I believe in wrestling terms, uh, dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Why in the living freak would Becky Lynch, of all people, need to win a Royal Rumble to get a title shot? What? She's Becky Lynch, bro. Especially She's when Becky the champion Lynch. says, especially when the champion says, "I hope you win." Why not just give me a shot, bro? Like we could just do this now. <laughs> I understand the champion can put on a tough face to be just like, "I really don't want to wrestle you any given Sunday," but sure, right. like, like oh, I'm gonna look like I, I, I care about uh, WrestleMania. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta put, I gotta but, put down another horsewoman in the second well, straight. I yeah, mean, I guess props to Becky for making that seem passionate and plausible. But what, like, what? <laughs> That it seems like dumb, somebody who doesn't win the Rumble is going to get a world championship match. Someone's going to get to fight for a women's world championship, e- even if they don't win the Royal Rumble. Maybe they'll have to win Elimination Chamber or something. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just get to call the person out and you get a WrestleMania match. Now, I'm saying Becky Lynch could call her out and get a match just about anywhere else in the world any other night. Maybe there's storyline hurdles to getting into the WrestleMania main event. <laughs> Uh, even in kayfabe, but I mean, come on, Becky, you got to be smarter than that. You're Archie. You're the man. The man gets a title <laughs> shot whenever the man wants a title shot. Whenever the man wants, you're right. But you know, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Through the Stone Cold, as they say, she wants to get, get that that second rumble under her belt. No, it's true. I understand what they're doing. But who doesn't want to win the Royal Rumble, man? Like, I feel like she Rumble's should just go ahead and say, I could have you anytime I want. Do you know how many t-shirts I sell? WWE can't keep me out of the main event unless I choose to work someone else like I've been doing for the past year. Word. But I can go and work I'm still going to enter the Rumble area. because I want to, because it's fun. You know, I still want to beat people up. That's plausible. Very plausible. Um, anyway. Uh, what else? Oh, free agency talk. You ready? Let's talk about it. Um, Okada is officially a free agent. We've got to, he's not done. That's not, I shouldn't say officially a free agent. He's officially going to be a free agent. New Japan announced that he's leaving the company. He's got a few more matches left uh, in the new in, in this year. Um, but they announced that it's definitely not a work because uh, they use their their this is not a work letterhead. I don't know if you know knew this, but they have they actually have different letterheads. So the black and white logo letterhead means that this is for real. The color, yes. the full color letterhead means this could be a work. Um, but anyway, he's definitely leaving the company. Now, according to Meltzer, who has talked to people close to Okada, he is deciding between going to AEW and WWE and hasn't made up his mind yet. Not like it's secret, like he just hasn't chosen yet. Now, I know his contract's coming up and you gotta, whatever, but it seems very weird to me that you would officially tell your current employer I'm out before you made your choice of where to go, right? Mm. Because it seems mm. like, I don't know if you've ever had a tough decision to make. I've had but, some. But if you, let's say you're, you got two job offers and you got a good job, right? And you're like, all right, I'm gonna go take one of these job offers. And then like you eliminate one for whatever reason. Okay, that drives too far. So, so option A is out. So it's option B, but then you're just like, well, option B is not, option B compared to where I am now? Yeah. Oh, where I am now starts looking pretty good. You know, you weigh these things differently when there's less options. But anyway, I, my, my, get, my, my assumption was always that as soon as this rumor came up, he knew where he was going, but apparently he doesn't, according to reports. Um, 
Now, there was some insinuation uh, by Meltzer that he thinks that AEW will offer more money and WWE, you know, WWE will uh, has the lure of WrestleMania, you know, on their mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. Now, I know AEW can, in theory, offer him more money than any wrestler has ever been given. Um, but I'm not sure, sure why WWE or TKO would, would be interested in losing this bidding war. Uh, it does seem like, I mean, if you think about it, WWE sort of like, it feels like they're holding a little bit of money in reserve, right? They didn't sign Osprey. They may not be signing Mercedes Monet. Hmm. Uh, it feels like, a, you know, knowing absolutely nothing, it feels like a, let's show the big bosses we can save money so that when we blow all this money, they won't be mad. Um, Maybe. Is, but, is, is Okada breaking the bank, though? Well, that's a, that's a question. The like that. That's a, that's a question though. If it took making Okada, well, like if you had to give him a CM Punk offer, not even knowing what that is, to get him to 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 yeah to get him, do you do it? I mean, my my opinion is, do you want him? Then you go get him, and then you worry about whatever locker room, you know, issues you have with his salary later. Like that should be a second thing, and I cause I don't have to worry about balancing the books. I mean, I'm a fan, right? Right, right, right. But, I mean, based on talent, based on history, based on the kind of star that you would be getting in him, I mean, why would you not want him to? Why would you not pay him like one of your top stars? I mean, if you're if you're gonna go get him, you're definitely, especially in this era of Triple H's uh, WWE, uh, you don't sign him to make him just another guy. Right. right, especially in this free. Yeah, you don't give him a million dollars if you don't. I mean, and you, you're sort of writing a, your own check, right? I mean, it's like you give him, yeah. like, if you're willing to give him a million, like, what's the difference in giving him five million? I don't think so. I don't think there's much of a difference there, man. Um, if anything, I mean, it's weird, right? Like, as soon as this news broke out, everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, they're not going to know how to treat Okada. Look how oh, they treat all the Asian stars." I'm like, "Oh, poor." Shinsuke Nakamura just has to settle for being the most famous Japanese wrestler in the world. And Asuka has to settle for being in WrestleMania main events. And oh man, Io Sky just has to settle for being the women's world champion. And oh my gosh, what are they going to do? Like, I mean, Asuka's informative. It. I think Asuka's informative, but I think that, I mean, who knows? I think that, I think that you can look at Asuka and say, that's a reasonable floor for where this career may go. You know, right. it's instructive, right. I should say, you know, right. I mean, and, and I don't think I mean, you know, everybody it's like, why do you lace up the boots if you don't want to main event WrestleMania? I get that. But, you know, I mean, it's but I do think that that sort of goes against the, the Oscar argument in some ways goes against it or even the knock. Well, Nakamura's had a really weird road, but I think under Triple H, you could say the worst case scenario would be to be a career like Oscars, which isn't bad. But I, but, you know, bad at all. But and I also think that the ceiling, but the ceiling is obviously way higher. I mean, I think he could be one of the, one of the top two, three guys in the company. I think um, so too. Um, on the AEW side, though, I do think you know, there's obviously he obviously um, helps that roster a lot. Um, he's another top name, but I, I'll tell you this: AEW, I don't have all of the. I don't have all the confidence in AEW that they'll make you a big deal without being a world champion. I'll say that. I'll say these big signings that AEW has done in the past and currently, um, I'm sure, like, obviously, he could definitely be a a massive star in AEW and be world champion and all that type of stuff. But, you know, the results are kind of mixed if you get a world title push and you don't win and you're not at the top of the card. You know, like... You just kind of never know. At the same time, you're just gonna pay Will Osprey a boatload of money. You're probably gonna get a couple of other guys, like uh, you know, that that have became free agents that are floating out there as well. It would, you know, and you never know who you might lose. Also, you know, yeah. um, there's certain folks that maybe leaving AEW this year or soon thereafter. So you're going to need to replace some of these. Well, I think it's not even just you you say they couldn't make him as big a star without having the title. I think that's true. I think also can't make you as big a star just in the world. 
You know, That's I mean, true. you could be he could be a, a celebrity. You know, I mean, the, listen, there's other advantages working for AEW. You get to live wherever you want to live. Your schedule is probably a little bit, even as a top guy, your schedule is probably a little bit more relaxed. Yeah. Um, well, part of my ignorance, I, 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 I know Okada is married to someone very famous. In Japan, um, that's what I keep reading online. I don't know exactly who it is, uh, and part of me, if this comes off, she is a okay. So she's ignorant. a voice actor on a very prominent show, and a lot of people I know just re- see that or re- hear that or read that, and they say, "Well, a voice actor, you could do that anywhere. You could have a studio in your." Well, I mean, look at us—we're recording in in you know our bathrooms here. Um, but no, uh, but but the, the rea- but the realities of the way that that I mean, she she's a uh, she's a big celebrity. I think she's more famous than him. And yes. um, and the, the realities of that work life for a show as popular as hers is that the voice actors go out and do publicity like the, like they're movie stars. So she, I mean, she does, uh, you know, she couldn't just like work from home, you know. Right. I mean, she she has to be out and about and stuff. Now I'm sure they can make that work, you know. And I think that's probably part of the the monetary consideration too. If you're WWE, it's like, well, can we pay him like Cody Rhodes if he's only going to be around a quarter as much as Cody Rhodes or whatever? I mean, that's that's part of the equation. And there's but, also that talk. It feels like for years they've been meaning to get into that WWE I'm talking about, meaning to really expand this Japan for a long time. Yeah. And, oh yeah, you know, for sure. Obviously, there's there was you know the uh, Hideo Itami experiment. I don't think really worked out well. Um, I think the NXT Japan thing that was rumored for a while mm-hmm. uh, never really came to fruition. This is another way to do it. There's another way to do it. You go and just sign uh, Okada and, you know, you could do, you know, Okada versus Shinsuke anywhere on the planet. And that's a big look for whatever sort of Japanese expansion you're trying to do in yep. WWE. You know what I mean? So uh, they're, 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 I think wherever he goes, obviously, is going to be a good look for him. Um, folks who don't see him as much because the time zone sucks, you get to see as great of a wrestler as he is in AEW because I think he'll have some incredible matches there. I think if he goes to WWE and he shows up at Royal Rumble or gets the big holy shit he's coming package that they do for big stars as well like that that in in a number of weeks or something like that I think there's a possibility that he can you know especially at the time that WWE is happening right now I think there's a possibility that he can see a level of fame and wealth and um, exposure that I I just don't think AEW would be able to give him. Yeah, Um, I agree. It all depends on what I think is 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 best for him, which is what all these free agent conversations are about. It's true. At the end of the day, it's true. I think for WWE, I mean, I just listen. I feel like I know what it would look like if you went to both places. I feel like, you know, he'd be a huge get for AEW and he'd, you know, shoot right in the main event, be a big name for them. He'd probably work way less and not just because AEW has a more lax schedule. They'd probably just bring him in, you know, four times a year to work super matches or whatever and that would be fine by him. Um, So he would have that aura as just a big match guy. You know, I'm, I'm doubting he would be like, well, who knows? It's AEW. He may be in a tag team with Chris Jericho in a month, you know, called Le- whatever, uh, you know, with some ridiculous name and everybody would be like, what the hell are you doing there? But, um, but I feel like for WWE, for better or worse, man, they've like, they're, they're like the Yankees now, right? And they got, they have, they, they now you've got there, you got to kind of keep the rep. You get every big name. Right, somebody's on the free. There's a free agent out there for you to go grab. You you open up the vault. You give them whatever it takes to get him in the door, right? But the Yankees is like all you got to be willing to do is shave your beard. In WWE, I don't think it makes you shave your beard anymore. But you know, I'm sure there's some some quality of life sacrifices you got to make. Um, but I think it's I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like if WWE is dancing around trying to pay him whatever, then they might be making a mistake because I think he's going to be worth whatever you have to pay for him. I just, agree. just the same way that they can, if you, if you want to argue, like we've been saying that they can make him a bigger, like outside the ring mainstream celebrity, like a, just a bigger name than AEW could. Well, that's one Then if that's true, then that's a gigantic name that they're, they'd be passing up. So I don't know. It's still a big competition. The very, they, they've put, they've put a lot. I think they've put a lot of, um, 
they've invested a lot in Shinsuke in the past year and a half. Yeah. You know? So, uh, I mean, I just... As a fan, I just want to see that, <laughs> to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be honest. I, 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 just speaking, and I know people are going to be like, oh, here comes Kazim going WWE over AEW. But to be honest, I think a lot of the matches that I'd want to see him in AEW, I could have saw in New Japan. I probably could have probably seen him already. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see what he looks like in a WWE landscape. Yeah, I want to see too. what a lot of these guys look like in a WWE landscape. Same. Especially given the, the massive scope of attention and money that it seems like everybody is making right now i mean who wouldn't want to see that and if you're Mm -hmm. a wrestling fan it shouldn't matter if he goes to AEW, you're gonna watch if he goes to wwe you're gonna watch i just want to see some some shit that makes me go wow i've never seen anything like that before and i think him going to wwe would make me feel more of a wow i've never seen anything like that before it's true um speaking of AEW. Now, I don't know how good Okada will be positioned over there if he's working part-time because Tony Khan announced yesterday that AEW is returning to rankings. The ranking system is back. What do you think? I like it. Um, I like it because the ranking system in AEW's uh, primordial stages is what made them different. It's what set them apart from other companies. And the one thing I love about AEW is that they're not like other companies. And they made it a point of duty to do more mm-hmm. sports-based, uh, you know, uh, brand of entertainment. And a ranking system that makes sense now, right? Like, I think a real reason, yes, there's rumors or stories out there that CM Punk was the reason why they took away the ranking I was going to mention that. See, the rumor... Uh, I think according to Brian Alvarez, is that CM Punk is the one that talked Tony Khan into doing away with the rankings. Understood. Um, but I'll also tell you this. Another reason why they, they probably took got got away from the rankings is that they didn't make much sense anymore. Right? Like, well, it's, it becomes like those, incredibly complicated. If every single yeah. time that you book a match for a house show, not that you run a lot of house shows, but you know, like every match has to factor in to or, this big project. You know, you don't want to accidentally have somebody move up into the top three just because the crowd pops for their finish, you know? I mean, it's, and that's, that's the sort of situation you find yourself in. Now, the flip side of it is, you don't really need rankings. I mean, you could almost have kayfabe rankings, right? Mm-hmm. You could, you could obviously pad a win-loss record, but you can also just book the show, like you take wins and losses really seriously, you know? I mean, it, instead of having people get into feuds, be, you know, for titles because they piss somebody off, you can just say, hey, look, I've won five out of six. I'm on a tear. I'm they're they're quality wins. You know, quality wins are always a big thing in these real combat sports or some of them. Um like the UFC cares a lot about rankings, but Dana White can also put his thumb on the scale when he wants to. True. Um or when they care a lot about win-loss records, right? Uh but yeah, I mean, it's I think it's fine. I think it's fine. It just feels like it's it's kind of stresses me out, like in in the ab in in some abstract way, right? Like, man, I hope I'm glad I don't have to worry about the ranking system for a giant wrestling company. It's going <laughs> to steer the future of all of our storylines. Um, but yeah, I think it's cool, and I agree with you philosophically, for sure. This is a thing that sets them apart, you know. I so, agree. um, yeah. So let's do it. Let's go. Let's go for it. Let's go all in. Uh, all what else in, about baby. AEW? Um, is the did the did the acclaim join the Bullet Club? Did the acclaim, or sorry, the Bang Bang Gang, no, the Bang Bang, the gang. Bang Bang Scissor Gang? Is it or is this just a short term play for Bang Bang Scissor Gang T shirts? Or uh, what's going on here? Um, jokes, just, just jokes. jokes, just jokes. Like any anything, you know what? As much as I like to get on. AEW fans about taking their wrestling too damn serious. Sometimes you just need something silly like this, right? Like some bang bang scissor gang, put the fingers up, put the scissors together, get Jay White in some silly shit. Like if Jay White ain't gonna be your world champion or be in the world championship picture, show me that he could do some shit that's just gonna be fun and entertaining. Yeah, and something dope. So I'm I'm down with that. I'm down with. Uh, I, I know a lot of people are going to roll their eyes and be like, oh my God, that's what they're doing. 
No. I think I think silly shit in moderation is always good. And I think this is the just the right amount of silly shit before they get into the eventual Is it too silly is it too trio. silly for Switchblade Jay White who should be a top of the card guy? Uh, should he be a top of the card guy? Yes. I mean, I think this is the stuff that proves if you're a top of the card yeah, guy. Yeah, you're right. This it, worked for, it, you. it worked for Danielson. I mean, the, the yeah. team hell no was was, uh, was a real you. defining experience for him. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody booked the right way can look like a world-class grappler, world beater, whatever. Can you keep people interested and entertained mm-hmm. when you're nowhere near the world championship picture? That's true. That's, That's a, the a good true point. test. So I th- I'm, I'm all for it, man. I think it's going to be interesting. I want to see where it goes. If you didn't catch Collision and all this fun stuff, make sure you uh, check out Buddy Matthews and Daniel Garcia. That was a real, real banger. It was a real really humper. En- really enjoyed that one. Um, what else? Is there anything else from any other matches this week or from Friday um, that we want to highlight? NXT, anything that you loved this week? Um, I'll be honest. I caught, I caught just a little bit of Collision because it, it was tough a lot of football night. football going on. It was it was a good couch day, man. It was mm-hmm. lots of college basketball, Knicks and Raptors, RJ Barrett and quickly back in the garden, uh, playoff NFL football. Like it was it was a tough it was a tough time to catch collision. But I did see the end with uh, the funny dyna- I won't say funny dynamics, but the dynamics between you know Ortiz, Kingston, Claudio, Danielson, uh-huh. Blackpool Combat Club. Still kind of not respecting Eddie Kingston and his, uh, you know, championship win. Still calling him a bum, getting the crowd to chant the bum stuff. Meanwhile, you know, Kingston still has this relationship with John Moxley that is like built on like being brothers and respect and all that type of stuff. So I think that's going to be really interesting going forward, uh, seeing how that like affects the Blackpool Combat Club and seeing, you know, maybe Eddie Kingston is this sort of. Uh, I I would say he's like this sort of lightning rod that sort of gets some infighting in between the Blackpool Combat Club that isn't built off of just like I respect you, let's respect me, let's fight sort of stuff, right? Like there's um there's something there, man. I think there's something there, and and the fact that Eddie Kingston has this constant this triple crown championship, Brian and Claudio clearly, obviously. Still want it. I'd love to see where Moxley goes from there. I know Moxley cut a promo uh, after his match with Shane Taylor, uh, pretty much challenging the roster to keep up with him, Mm -hmm. uh, putting out that sort of, uh, you know, call to arms throughout the entire company um, as the ace of the company, as as many would call him. Um, So that was pretty interesting as well. Uh, But yeah, man, I didn't catch the whole thing. I'm being super duper honest. It was a, it was a, you know, football and Knicks basketball caught me that <laughs> that night, but I did catch uh, some of that Blackpool Combat Club stuff. I think that's going to be really interesting to watch going forward. To oh, see the bi- sorry, and the, 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 we got to get out of here. But the biggest news, maybe of the week, to some in some quarters, is that Pete Dunn got his name back. Oh, gosh, I, have I have I had episodes? I don't know how we've been doing the show for a long time. Yeah, but Pete Dunn's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. So great. He's so good. Like, I, I mean, I think I think he at one point was my guy that I was like, I've never seen him have a bad match. Like his entire NXT UK run, bananas, bananas. Up until his match with Walter slash Gunther, oh, so um, good, so good. He's he's unbelievable. Shit with Tyler Bate. I mean, good lord, just completely changed the way I looked at a lot of wrestling around the world. Just that entire NXT UK run. And Pete Dunn was a big part of that. And the Bruiserweight is just a badass nickname, too. So, um, God bless you, Triple H. Keep doing the Lord's work. <laughs> uh, we got to get out of here. You want to get your plugs in? Count it on Fanatic Sportsbook. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Say less for Castle King Rosie. Coming back <clears throat> real soon. Oh, my gosh. What was I going to say? Oh, you can catch me on new episodes of This Is Awesome and Ultimate Royal Rumble 4. That's right. For the fourth year in a row on Peacock right before the Royal Rumble this Saturday. You can catch me, Sam Roberts, Ryan Popola, Matt Camp, and special guest Carlito as the ultimate GM. Um, talk about, oh, Looking yeah. big, baby? Oh, yeah. and Didn't even get the Santos Escobar jokes off, but 
it was fun, man. I love doing those ultimate uh, shows on Peacock. Catch that. Catch uh, This Is Awesome. And um, man, uh, I don't know if I got to say this, but, you know, shout out to all the nice words that people had to say about the Emmy win uh, last week. I probably said it last week, but I'm still on the cloud nine floating from it. So thank you for that. But that's all my plugs. Uh, you can find me here. You can find me on the press box. Be sure to listen to all the great shows on the Ring of Wrestling Show feed. The Masked Man Show, Cheap Heat, and of course, Wednesday Worldwide. Thank you to our producer, Brian H. Waters, for producing this episode. Thanks to EP, Ben Cruz. Congratulations to Pete Dunn. I never hated the name Butch as much as a lot of people seem to, but congratulations on getting your name back. Congratulations to British Strong Style. Apologies, as always, to John Moxley. We'll see you back here on Thursday, humanoids. Peace.